Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking! Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron Podcast, thank you for tuning in. Oh. Rogue Squadron. I'm, oh. I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. How we doing, everybody? How we doing on this fine evening? Are you getting snow? Are you getting blizzards? Yeah, it's been snowing since 6 a.m. this morning out here. It's been trying to. Um, there's been flakes coming down all day, but I can't say that much of it is sticking to that ground there. Yeah, we had. Uh, I had to be up early, early this morning for some stuff, but uh, it was supposed to just rain. Yeah. Throughout like 2 p.m. Yeah. this afternoon, and it, it was snowing when I woke up, and it snowed through about noon. Ooh. So we had probably three inches on the ground, and then it rained away a little bit. So back at it again. You already know. With the you Star Wars. Know. Man, we got we to gotta talk about, we're going to talk about a number of things, but man, what a crazy, what a crazy week. What a crazy episode. Is that what so? What a crazy holiday. Episode what a crazy as in our episode? Our episodes are always crazy. You already see what's on Mopar's face over here. 3D glasses and some Zevo water rocking Zivo. it on the podcast. What the fuck is Zevo? I don't oh, know. That's what Z- it looks like your water said. Zevo. Zevia. I don't know. Yeah, it close. tastes like fake. It tastes like fake. It's not real water. I really hate it. It really do. But you got water that little. comes from the Alps. It's not even true. It's not even true. Yep. Um, the yeah. Swiss Alps. Of course, you know, I'm talking about the Mandalorian, my guy. So we'll get into that. Um, but yeah. Quite exciting. Mando was good. Uh, let me bring up. I did have a snippet of notes. Uh, obviously, the unfortunate passing. Yes. Of one Darth Vader. The OG Lord Vader. David Prowse. Uh, David Prowse. Thank you. Um, you know what's kind of... Well, it's not funny. But uh, when I saw his face... Because obviously, we don't see the actor's face in Star Wars. He's, he's the man in the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, where we get a lot of uh, Vader's mannerisms. It comes True. from David Prowse. All so, the pointing, uh, the choking. Yeah, the pointing, the choking, the stances, the broad shoulders. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that you don't, you know, outside of obvious, uh, you know, script and, um, and and stuff that he says, which isn't him. Uh, there's a large aspect of uh, Vader's essence mm-hmm. that was brought to screen through uh, Mr. Prowse. And... Yeah. Um, I mean, he's fifty percent of Vader. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess my point was uh, he was a bodybuilder in his younger days, uh, and the one thing that I always noticed about Vader was that stance that he rested his like thumbs on his utility belt. So it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I want to. You say, know what I'm talking about. I want to say yes, but I can't picture it in my head. Let me see if I can bring up just no, just Vader. Uh, let me just search Vader standard. power stance. V- Vader the original power, power stance. stance. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that was unexpected. Um, <laughs> Be careful with that Zevia there, bro. <laughs> it's gurgling to, to the surface. Gurgling. 
that's ridiculous. It's like his most famous. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, his most famous stance, I feel like, is either the choke or the point. So, well, that's up there too. Is he left-handed? I never bothered to realize. Is Vader left-handed or right-handed? Uh, right-handed with oh. He's reaching out to Luke with his left hand in episode five, but in the choke scene in the in the uh, in episode four, he's using his right hand to choke, and he's using his right hand to point at Leia. <laughs> Listen up, bitch! I know you're hiding a. Uh, you got some video computers of me fucking and this fucking penguin. thing and some some floppy disk with secret information, and I need it back, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing a uh, a power stance that's, that, that that's you're discussing so here. Weird. Oh, here it is. Maybe it's some fantasy that you had. Uh, I found it. Let's let me. Some real, gonna... real dark dream from one of your dreams. Uh, I gotta. You gotta allow this sharing of the shits. Oh, I hate it. Zoom. Let me do multiple things. All right, try now. All right. I literally had to search Darth Vader stance. Um, but this one where he rests his hands like on his belt. Ah, uh, yes. When he's considering what his underlings have to say. What's the report? Hmm. Yes. Who am yes, I gonna yes, choke yes. today? Yes. Which officer uh, is getting is getting dead today? Is is arriving nowhere. Uh, yeah. So it was that like stance. It always made me well. It made sense, I guess, in my head because uh, David Prowse was a bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, early on, so like if you're if you're broad shouldered and got a lot of upper body heaviness, well, in general, it's nice to like rest on your your arms on your hips or something because it takes the weight off of your shoulders and back and stuff. So. Um, you know, I, I do that with my, my thumbs. Uh, I'll dig my thumbs into my belt and just let my arms hang. It's a, yeah. it's a weird thing. Um, but that I, I've always noticed that because I do it. It takes a lot of weight off your shoulders and him being a bodybuilder, it makes sense because he's really top heavy and he's Darth Vader and he so, has a lot of things on his mind. Bodybuilders use power stance. Mopar uses power stance. Mopar is a bodybuilder. I'm Darth Vader. That's Mopar is Darth Vader. <laughs> Bodybuilders are Sith Lords. That's what I'm getting from this conversation. <laughs> I mean, essentially, if you want to yeah. cut, cut, you know, cut. If we're getting the, the details, honestly, yeah. yeah. If you can't, you can't fake the funk, baby. You <laughs> you just jump right in. So everybody knows. Um, yeah, of course. Again, uh, unfortunate passing. Uh, yeah, he's like he he had a, a a hell of a life. If you go, if you look back, and I I suggest that you do. Um, just do a quick like Wikipedia on David Prowse. He was yeah. in Clockwork Orange. Um. Ooh. Which just a small little, which I've always known, but I never thought about. It's mm-hmm. weird because as soon as I, I read about his passing, I was like, I saw his face. I was like, oh, the dude from Clockwork Orange. And then I was like, wait, that's Darth Vader. What the fuck? And I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, because you don't me- immediately connect his face, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's been a, a I, I want to say nice. I mean, it is nice. It's heartwarming, but it's also sad. Nice picture going around of. Oh. The original five cast members, like behind the scenes, they're all hanging out, and obviously, I think it's six actually, and four of them are in the Force Ghost Blue, and it's just Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill remaining from the OT. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Dryly, one of our patrons, shared that, and it was uh, it was a powerful picture. I saw that, and I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, like that. Like Kenny Baker's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie Fisher. I said um, only two remaining. That's a mistake. Uh, Anthony Daniels obviously is alive and well. He, he was just he just not wasn't in that, in that picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we've lost Carrie. Uh, we've lost Peter Mayhew, uh, Kenny Baker, and now David Prowse. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, of that four, all we have left is uh, Luke and Han. Han um, Solo. 
Yeah, and it's a, it's a it's a famous picture. Everybody's seen it. Uh, but it is powerful now that uh, four of the six are gone. Uh, you really start thinking, man, these people it's aren't, aren't young anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, famous actors and also famous musicians. I mean, it's getting to be that time, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. 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 Especially, you know, what, with the stuff that we grew up with, that our parents grew up with. Indeed. Like you look at the Black Sabbaths, the Rolling Stones, the ACDCs, Big yep. Floyds, and all that. It's yep. like. Beatles, there's still Beatles around. Like, what the fuck? Did I hear that ACDC is making is recording a new album, or did I just they they released that? they released a new song? Uh, it's on the radios now. Interesting. Um, it's I, like your standard ass. It, it's fine. It's it's like if you are really into ACDC, you're like, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's classic ACDC. Nothing yes. special, but yes. um, I I would almost argue this is gonna sound bad. Uh, there's nothing. I was there was nothing ever crazy special about ACDC. They was just straight lined classic rock. Yeah. They were really good for what they did, and they stayed in that lane, and they always did. So, yeah. um, it was just like as rock and roll as you can get. So, you might say that's what's special about them, Mopar, from a certain yeah. point of view. No, yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it, it's very, very repetitive. No it's frills. Not. No yeah. frills. Hard rock. That's it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no bashing them. Uh, but yeah, like you said, uh, we've had an unfortunate past, uh, like five years, man. It's uh, since we since we started the podcast. You think of the big names that have passed, it's like mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but we do have a lot of stuff to look forward to as well. We do. So. I'm optimistic. We have a, a lot of a lot of things to say about this episode. I'm sure everybody has a lot of feelings about this most recent episode of The Mandalorian, but. It really, I feel like it broke open what my perception of the future of Star Wars was. I feel like, oh, they're probably not going to go there. They're not going to do that. They're going to play this safe. They're going to do that or whatever. What they kind of squeeze into this episode of The Mandalorian really made me rethink all of that. So I don't know if you want to dive into that right away. We'll we'll hold off a little bit. Sorry. Well, we'll hold off a little bit because I do have some. Uh, it was a great episode. I'm excited for the future, but I still do have my reservations with uh, some of the the things that I, I you know, some Always. of the yeah. some of the drops that they're reveals, doing, hints, some of the reveals, Easter eggs. Um. Yeah. I. I just. It's. It's like great as it sits right now, but uh, depending on how they they go forward with it. Uh, you know, I again, I have my reservations, but uh, sure. great episode. Uh, obviously, we see the drop of Ahsoka, so we'll, we'll chat about that. Um, hello, everybody in the chat. Brennan, Chad, just a little podcast. Welcome, and, uh, and Chad again. <laughs> Chad, Chad, and Chad. Um, yeah, let me. Uh, I, I was planning on bringing this shit up, and then I got sidetracked looking at it's David, okay. looking at Darth Vader and how he stands. I got a quick little thing. Um, I was. Pleasantly reminded about the episode one Pod Racer remake that was on Nintendo yeah. Switch, and I pulled it up on the Nintendo Store, and it was half off for Black Friday. So I swooped that up. Um, it's only fifteen bucks. So even though the sale's over, like if you have a Switch and you used to love that game, or you like Star Wars at all, definitely check out the uh, episode one Pod Racer remaster for Switch. So yeah, I got it for seven fifty. And nice, it paid itself off in just like you know an hour or two of playing it. Just yeah, hear, just hearing Watto like do his little hum and chant <laughs> at the cantina that was enough for me. It was great. <laughs> it was great. 
Yeah, it's definitely uh, memory lane. That's where you're at. It's cool because they, I, there's some new stuff in it. And I don't know if they made it new or if there was like a bunch of files sitting around from when they made the game, but they didn't make it to the final version. But so it's remastered and it plays in like high def, but it's still made with like Nintendo graphics. So it's crystal clear as far as like being able to see it on the TV. So it's not like in 480p or whatever, but it's still like blocky 64-bit stuff. So it's inter- yeah. interesting how they did it. They didn't make yeah. it like, you know, brand new. They just made a cleaner version of the polygons, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the polygons are brighter. You can tell it's really bad quality. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's great. It's hilarious. I love I, it. I ended up getting so bored. I busted out the, the NES and uh, I plugged up um, I saw Anticipation. That. Yeah. Um and uh yeah Mario I'll probably boot up some uh, Contra but I, nice. I yeah I have it permanently seemingly permanently plugged into my television I figured out a way to do two things at once Hell so yeah. um yeah that that'll be on the docket uh yeah poke around with that the NES is always fun um did you get any obviously happy Thanksgiving to everybody we are just a few days past um did you get anything for Black Friday any new hot uh, additions to the homestead. No. Nothing? No. Oh, okay. Cool. I didn't. Right. I just... Uh, Move along. I bought... I bought uh, while we're on the gaming thing... Um, well, I think I, I mentioned it. I, I bought uh, Far Cry 5 because it was like 75% off. So I'm excited yes, to jump into that. I just haven't yet. Um, yeah, for like the same 15 bucks for a brand new game all over again. Let's, let's boot it up. I, I enjoyed 4 enough that 5... I think a uh, five uh, setting is in the United States. Mm-hmm. So uh, it should be, you know, a little more familiar. So it should be pretty fun. Very cool. Nice. Congratulations. So, yeah, and today's Cyber Monday. I kept looking and looking and looking. Don't need it. Really need anything. Oh, I, I guess I did. I lied. So I, I, bought, um, I bought one of the new Xbox controllers. Oh, yeah. I did see you send that through the WhatsApp. Nice. What's your uh, opinion thus far? It's day and night. It's so it's so smooth, so clicky, so responsive. Just I, I mentally, it's like it feels a tad heavier. Uh, Is it a new mer- version of it, or do you think it's yeah. just like fresh because it's brand new, or both? Maybe a little bit of both. Uh, they they so like the back of the controller. You know how they add that texture, that, mm. that grip. Yep. They added the texture to the triggers too. Very nice. I like that. So there, there's like real subtle things. The D pad's a little a little different. Um, I, again, it just feels a little more responsive. My uh, my old one, the RB button broke. It wouldn't work anymore. Yeah. And then uh, I went back to my old, old one, and it would just constantly disconnect for no reason. So um, it was just time to upgrade. And they were $20 off. I was like, this is brand new. That's good for controller. Yeah. So you're, you're saying the newer one that you had bought is already kind of busted? Like that blue one that you had is already kind of busted? Uh, the blue one, the, yeah, the RB doesn't work anymore. Damn, that's so, a bummer. That went quick. Yeah, um, it's been like a, I think I, a year, right? Maybe three. Interesting. I think I bought it in, in in PA, so that was about three years ago. Oh, okay. Well, I lied. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it. I. Controllers. If you need an Xbox controller, get get the new one. Get the new one. For, yeah. Especially if it's di- still discounted at Best Buy, twenty dollars off I, for forty bucks or brand new. Fuck. Let's yeah. Do it. Um. Can't deny it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I did watch 
the Star Wars holiday special. Yay! I was going to ask, what do you think? <laughs> Truthfully? I can't tell if you're like, this, that was a terrible laugh and you're going to destroy it, or if that was a cute laugh and you're like, oh yeah. Uh, I was not impressed. <laughs> To say the least. Okay. Uh, like there was like really small quippets that I was like, ha they put that in there. That's really funny. And they made fun of themselves throughout throughout the the bit. But yeah. Yes. Well, I guess one of the biggest reasons that just I couldn't connect with it was the voice actor for voice actress for Ray tried to do Ray so over the toy. It was just like, just talk, <laughs> girl. Like you don't even have to sound like it was so Hold annoying. So yeah, Master oh, Skywalker. Shoot. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> take it back a, a a full notch. Like, calm down. And uh, well, I, I just, yeah, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I expected more, to be honest. Especially it being Lego, like they do everything so well, and the the comedy teams usually behind it, yeah, um, are, it are, are pretty pretty smooth. Yeah, I just eh, wasn't for me. I had a lot of uh, actual laugh out loud moments. I thought it was good. I agree with you completely about the voice actors for Ray. Yeah, I like immediately knew it wasn't her because it was so over. It's like people doing Arnold. Arnold doesn't actually sound like (laughs) (laughs) it it really felt like that. It was so over the top Daisy Ridley that it just was not her anymore. So I was just, I was, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, There's a lot to like in it though. I thought it was interesting. You know, it was fun. It was funny. Lots of stuff I laughed at when they, when Kylo Ren was dancing around shirtless and like humming his own little tune. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And the old and the young Han together. The whole scene where there's just like 50 Star Wars characters just fall out of the portal into Tatooine and start fighting each other, I think is fucking hilarious. So, yeah. The ridiculousness of it was, was pretty, pretty good. I, like yeah. I said, there were, there were bits in there that I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty fucking funny. That's hilarious. And, and they were poking, in, or poking uh, fun at themselves, you know? Yeah. Can can we put a shirt on before we leave, or like like when? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, well, whatever. Yeah, it was fun. I'm about it's to cute. be done talking. It's heartwarming. Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I had no expectations. I just thought it was fun that they're. It's just so funny. Forty years later, that the most embarrassing thing in Star Wars history has become a cult classic for how bad it is, and has now been revived in like Lego version with the new era. I just, I guess, you know, before Disney bought Star Wars, I never would have pictured that happening. So it was nice. Yeah, it was cute. I wish I had a yeah. kid right now so I could watch it with them. You know what's weird is I almost wish they they did more with Chewbacca's family. Yeah, they, I was, they were like they were like in it, but they, yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, I was hoping we would have gotten some callbacks to like the awful circus table machine. Or the weird VR porn stuff, or some obviously not <laughs> not in porn fashion, but some. I don't know. I was expecting a little bit of the original thrown in there, but it was just Chewbacca's family got on the Falcon and then that was it. Ran around. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was fun. Yep. But, yeah. So yeah, don't let me uh, turn you guys off from watching it. Yeah, I think you should watch oh, I it. Won't. But uh, I've it watched just, it. I've already watched it seven times. I'm trying to find all the Easter eggs. Trying to create theories based on what happens in the Lego Holiday Special. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. Let's All get right. back so to the real. Up? Yeah, let's get back to the real, real point. The real girth of the wars, man. That I don't really care about any of it anymore. Darth <laughs> Vader 
Darth Vader is the only thing I really care about. Like, why Why uh, am I watching um, a Mandalorian? It should be called The Darth Vader, and we should be watching him slowly <laughs> choke every single person in the in, in humanity. I think you can go to At YouTube this, and watch fan fiction for that. Watch yeah, fan that's, fiction. That's what I'm about to do, because uh, the rest of this shit, it just... I, you need to, I need to know what you pulled up, because you sound mad, and I don't know what you're mad about. I'm not. I'm just generally pissed. <laughs> That's your daily standard. Are you more or less pissed? And no, what it, are you more it, it, or it, less it, pissed about? It's weird that there's never there's never enough Vader. There really isn't. I they could they could I give mean, me Vader books, Vader comics, Vader video games. Yeah. More Vader movies, and it, it's it's like, why isn't Vader in the Mandalorian? I don't care if he's dead. <laughs> like, bring him back. I don't like make it work, Disney. You could have you're you're, you're fucking up everywhere. So, well, that's a. I, I mean, know. that's a testament to how good of a character he is. However, yeah, you know, it, no it is. It's 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 pretty crazy that we grew up with Vader being number one. The original trilogy people grew up with Vader being number one, mm-hmm. and now we have this new era where like Vader. We're moving on from him, which rightfully so, I get it. But you know, it, it, I'm 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 going to be the stubborn old old fuck that like Vader was Star Wars for me, and it's not that we can't grow from there. But you know, it is nice to go back and watch you know Episode Three and watch Anakin get pissed and and kill uh, everything. Yeah. Um, it's it is nice to watch Episode Five Vader walk into Hoth base very pissed, extremely <laughs> um, pissed. Yeah, it, it's it. You know what's weird is, have you seen a lot of or felt a lot of emotion come from the Mandalorian? Um, in, a, in general, you can, I'm talking about all all characters, all episodes. Have you really felt like a, like someone was truly pissed, or someone was truly happy, or someone was truly longing, or lost, or like I just. I don't know if I felt that yet. Yeah, I got a, a couple moments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I felt that way for sure. I mean, the whole scene when Din finally takes his helmet off and IG and IG connects with him, I got I got, got some feels there. Uh, I get some some creepy vibes and some chills from Moff Gideon. Um, obviously, yeah, but Gideon vibes from Baby Yoda for sure. I haven't, I haven't even seen, seen Gideon mad. It's but, weird. Like he's I know, the evil guy, but he's not it's, mad. I know, but that's why it's so creepy. It's like Tarkin. It's like he's so calm. Like you don't but know what Tarkin the fuck he's gonna do. Tarkin felt mad. I guess like, he was. He felt condescending for sure. No, he felt pissed. Like you looked at Tarkin, and it, you could tell he himself. The regional governors. Yeah, the way he talked, like small little things. I, I guess. don't know. I just I, I I I'm criticizing to a fault. I got I got like chills with the uh, long of the empire. That was that was chilly, for the sure. What? Long, when the that officer says long live the empire and then he kills his own dudes and then he kills himself because he doesn't want to give mm. the secrets I got feels there um, I gasped audibly a couple times in the most recent episode yeah so so did I I so did I I just I, I guess the characters in Mando I've never I have never seen Din happy sad truly pissed well, like maybe a little bit scared you know why but because you can't see his face. I know Vader's pissed. Let's get that across right now. I know when R2-D2's happy. I know when C-3PO's <laughs> yeah, frustrated. Vader's they just... Don't, they don't, 
Vader's just always pissed until he's powdered donut at the end with his helmet off, and then you can see that he's sad. The rest of the time, he just that's default. He's just pissed all the time. Yeah, I don't. I'm 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 just I'm just here and and uh, here. Just here to talk about Darth Vader. <laughs> that's really that's really my point. That's that's actually all my notes here. Just start with Darth Vader is, is. Darth King. Vader was Darth Vader should be, and all I never will be. Um, I mean, I will okay. say that sometimes the weight, sometimes the weight of the universe of Star Wars can make me prioritize like Easter eggs and reveals more than the actual plot. But I think that's just like my own thing, just like waiting for the new Jedi reveal or the new First Order Empire connection. I don't think it has anything to do with like, I don't no, think the story point, is weakened. I think that's just me. Like I'm looking out for every little thing, you know. But I think, um, I guess it's a good issue that you brought up because I, I was along. The, I have some notes here that are along the same lines. We're no longer as fanboys we're like subconsciously watching Mando for the Easter eggs. We're no longer watching it for the content that's on it. And, you know, you can play both sides. You can, you can, I mean, but it, it feels like Disney is. I have a quote here from Star Wars Explained that really made me start thinking. Oh, and he yeah. said, he said, is Man, he said, is Mando, quote, overly connected now? And I thought that was a really good question because. We're tossing shit at the screen. While I love a lot of the stuff that they're tossing, pretty much all of it, they are connecting shit left and right, every background thing, which is the nice thing about Star Wars. You can have that. Every little thing on the screen can be connected. Yes, sir. But that's what I guess we got to the point um, in the uh, Marshall episode where every corner, it was Boba Fett's armor. It was this. It was a crate dragon. Of course, it's Anakin's pod racer. It's this. We see the picture. Like, it's everything on screen has to be connected to a, to something we know. And I'm like, I don't know if mm. that's necessary. We could we could point to a pod racer. Yeah. And it would still make the same connection. But of course, it has to be Anakin's pod racer. I mean, it, some of that, though, I feel like is just general building the world that you see... Building the world that you you plop the Mandalorian down and you know that it's Star Wars without anyone having to tell you that it's Star Wars, you know? Right. Like, but I feel it, like it, it, you can be overly critical and never listen and like talk about, yeah, it's Anakin's pod racer and not just another pod racer, but it's still a pod racer. Someone took a scrap pod racer and made a speeder out of it. That's just like putting you in the vibe of Tatooine. Yeah, but obviously they didn't put Anakin Skywalker's pod racer in there for the marshal they put it in there for the viewers it's no longer about building a world it's about making connection with your viewer uh it, it's i just i don't know i like the mando they're doing everything pretty much perfectly i agree I'm with you to an extent but i would just go back to the fact that like <clears throat> that is nice flavor for us and is just something cool for everybody else i guess my point is Yes. If we wa- if we watch The Force Awakens, we get like three Easter eggs in the entire movie, and it's a small little thing. Finn going through that that bin on on the Falcon, and he th- finds the training probe and tosses it aside. Slight, small little thing. Yeah. And we all catch it. Now it's like every corner, every character. 
everything. Mm. It's 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 no longer it, like it's an Easter egg hunt. It w- w- instead of a sto- watching a story, <laughs> that's what it is now. Um, it can. I, be. I like it. I. I, I it can it, be. It, yeah, I'm just gonna stumble guess, on my words. I guess I would say, Anakin Pavi's her engine as a speeder is the same level as Finn finding the training probe on the Falcon. <laughs> no. It's just he's just driving on screen. It's not like he talked about first it. Of all, it's not like they had a close up on it. It's not like he fucking talked about the horsepower. Like it's just he wrote it across the screen twice. And that's it. First of all, we're talking about picking one pod out of most likely hundreds on an entire planet. You're 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 comparing that to the only training probe on one ship. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. We're Easter egg hunting, uh, and uh, we are finding a lot. That's that's the the key to Mando because there's a lot of Easter eggs to find. Well, isn't um, this our fault? Aren't we the ones to blame? No, we are not. I I've said from the very beginning, I like the fan service stuff. Don't just do fan service stuff. I don't think they and are. That's my and that's, that's my scared. That, I don't think they are just doing it. Oh my god. You are a shill today. Listen, the freaking first episode starts with Baby Yoda, who we know, the Yoda species, Force-sensitive, and there's only one. Mm-hmm. You can't start the show with that and expect them never to bring up the Jedi or make a connection to the Jedi or Yoda or somebody. It's mm-hmm. going to happen at some point. It's not, like they, it's not like they hit it. It's not like all of a sudden Ahsoka comes out of nowhere and makes a prequel connection and everyone's like, oh, why are we at the prequels? Now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, that feels like fan service and not part of the story. I felt mm-hmm. that was going to happen at some point. There are more connections in The Mandalorian than any other bit of material ever. Maybe that's because it's the first show and they have the opportunity to Maybe. lay it there out over a lot the of course sc- of hours and hours and hours instead of just one movie. There is a lot of screen time. Now, like the toss away episodes, I, I always go back to the village. That's the nice thing that was about that, that village. Yeah. Like... There were no connections. It was just a village on a planet, and it was just N A A T S T. And maybe, yeah. maybe the uh, the species of the raiders that were in there were probably pulled from the Ewok movies or some weird shit. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, it wasn't like oblivious. Let's pull this lore to fill this. Let's pull this. Oh, this kid was in a star, uh, video game. Let's pull this. I feel like they are building upon. They're building their stories around the Easter eggs is what it feels like. They're not laying the story out in front of you and then bit placing bits and pieces. I don't know. Um, we could go back and forth all I day. I don't outright disagree with that, but I think I need to... I think I need to watch the episode again and also see how the whole season plays out to really say for sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. And we're, we're getting to the end here pretty quickly. Um, Brennan says in, the, in his chat here... Oh, we're all over the place here, Brennan. Uh, you don't even need to hunt for the Easter egg at this point. They are shoving it down our throats. Um, I don't know, man. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. Like, Open your eyes, man. I mean, obviously, I caught the Easter eggs. I'm not saying that. I'm just you saying, like... You don't have like, to catch them is the point. They are. It's Okay, right give, me, give me an here. example from the most recent episode. Let's, let's hammer it in. About what? Either you or Brennan, just give me an Easter egg from like the most recent episode that you thought was like egregious because it's right in your face. The the newest one wasn't that bad. Um, I guess the uh, they would be the the story, the background of Grogu. 
Uh, of course, like it's it's kind of obvious. Like we're in spoiler territory, everybody. By the way, just here yeah, we go. we're we're getting there very quickly. Uh, the fact that he, they they said that he was trained at the the academy or at the fucking temple. You know, it. I'm sure that was written a long time ago. But the fact that oh yeah 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 he was trained by Jedi masters that we all knew, and they haven't name dropped yet, but right. they basically said. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably came across Anakin at some point. He probably, you know, yeah. He has he. It's like they are making connections with where they don't even need to in, in backstory stuff. It would have been really, really nice to say that this was just a long lost Force user. Hmm. That someone, you know, yeah, that he had no connections to the Jedi at all. That would have been like yeah. primo. Now we can argue about like how they rolled out Baby Yoda's backstory, but I don't think that's the same thing as like an Easter egg. True. No, and like I said, the the, the newest one wasn't terrible. Yeah. It really wasn't. Um, there actually was some really small stuff that I didn't even pick up that I had to look up. Uh, the the droids that were used in in the city were specific droids made by Revan. I think Shinobi said they were like HK eighties yeah, that were a I specific think it was model. HK eighty four eighty six or something. Yeah, but yeah, Which I heard that, them say that, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, that's cool." Now that's not shoved down. Like you, if you it's have an old to, Republic Easter egg. You can put as many as you want, <laughs> but it's not. It's not like oblivious. Like even to a huge Star Wars fan, to us, like I had to look that up to be like, oh, okay, there is some backstory there. They instead of I don't know. Well, I, I just know. heard. I just heard someone say HK, and I was like, oh yeah, HK. It's a new version of the HK assassin droid. Hell yeah, it's awesome. Nice. I don't know. I didn't even hear that. I guess it feels like we're splitting hairs over, you know, if they have a new model of the HK, that's cool because we all love HK-47. But if they use Anakin's pod racer for a speeder, that's lame because they should have used another pod racer for a speeder. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I mean, Mando's Mando. They're going to do what they want to regardless, Mm -hmm. which, you know, it gets back to a point that we made eons ago. I look like a force ghost right now, just FYI. That they shouldn't be, they shouldn't listen to us. Star Wars or Disney shouldn't listen to the fans. They should just make a good movie. Just make a good series. It feels like, on the surface, that they are doing the opposite. Hmm. It is a, it is a good story. It is unique. But it, it the fan service stuff has gotten to the point where it's like, let, let's, I, I am truly interested in the story that you've laid out, let's not overdo it. And we're we're slowly, especially with the biggest name drop of them all. We've, of course, with uh, with, with with Ahsoka being in this one, we knew it was coming, and we, of course, she couldn't even be the huge highlight of her own episode. Well, she's it, a highlight. I just it, knew that there would be because she was already announced. There would be another big drop or big reveal. I knew that was going to happen. Didn't know yeah. who it was going to be. I gasped audibly a couple of times this episode. I guessed when they said Thrawn. I was like, "Yeah, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn?" <gasps> yeah, I, everyone thought I was in pain. Where are you not? No, I was great. I was in. I was great. I was fine. <laughs> ecstasy was over fine. Easter eggs. <laughs> so what? <laughs> All right, let's let's. There's a lot we can talk about in the episode, but since we just. Announced Thrawn. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've always thought that 
this is the first Star Wars series. They have potential to intertwine this with other new Star Wars series that might come out or other new areas of canon that we haven't gotten to yet. So the fact that like they could name drop Thrawn and then I'm not saying like season three of Mando has to be Thrawn, live action Thrawn. I mean, that'd be cool, but they could use that to revisit Thrawn's story and give us some new material in between episode six and seven that we haven't gotten yet. I think that's totally fucking cool. You know what name dropping Thrawn did for me? Made me gasp. Yeah. It made me question all excited. your decisions. It it made me excited because yeah. it's like, oh shit! Now we're 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 hard tying a lot. I mean, we we we've done so much so far. And then it really made me think, like, you know, it would have been nice for Gideon just to be the bad guy. It would have been nice to build up on this new character that they launched for the Mando. Yeah. And him be the main. So I'm, I'm hoping they pull a Boba, which is unfortunate that it's just a name drop and it's never going to lead to an on screen evil guy. That's going to be the main bad guy. Now, um, maybe okay. it maybe Moff Gideon is the main bad guy for the foreseeable future. Yes. Let's call it through the end of this season. Yes. And like you said, maybe maybe Thrawn will be uh, the main bad guy for for season three. But, you know, simply name dropping him does a lot. Uh, and, and he's going to pull pull our attention, regardless of what you do. Yeah. Uh, to to himself. Like, he he's he's an attention pull. That's why he, everybody has always liked Thrawn. That's why the book's sold. That's why everybody likes him. He's blue. Look at him. He's cool. Who doesn't like a blue guy? Blue guys. Blue guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, how did how did you like Ahsoka? Well, I ha- I want to stick on the Thrawn thing and the okay. connection thing and the larger story universe thing. So, mm-hmm. I was watching a, a review video of the episode. What is it? Chapter thirteen, the Jedi. Yeah. And I saw a quote from John Favreau that I'd never seen before. Uh, and he says, "As we introduce other characters, there are opportunities to follow different storylines." And then he goes on to say the world was really captivated by Game of Thrones and how that evolved as the characters followed different storylines. That's very appealing to me as an audience member. Now, I'd never heard this before, and we spent a lot of time talking about how the Mandalorian probably isn't going to go in that direction because of how they're organizing things. This changes things. I mean, the the thread could go many ways. Like the Mandalorian, Din Djarin could have a role in some sort of finishing off the remnants of the empire or tying the empire to the first order or, you know, restoring Mandalore, or it could stem into different series on Disney plus that will explore that. That quote from John Favreau, I guess opens a lot of doors. Possibilities. I mean, the possibilities are endless. They, they really are. Uh, with how much they're they're pulling and putting in on screen, whether I like it or not or appreciate it or whatever, they are pulling a shit ton and yeah. putting it in front of us. Yeah. Um, so the uh, yeah the possibilities are, are crazy, and with them name dropping Thrawn, um, you know the First Order is not too far away. Uh, there's Luke running around. Yep. We're in the time of Kyle Katarn. We could see some of the 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 Valley of the Jedi shit. Yeah, which wasn't always my favorite, but you know, childhood 
will always triumph over actual good stuff. <laughs> always. Um, so, like, I guess my thought, my immediate thought is, because I, I did see that probably two or three weeks ago, that quote that you just said. Yeah. And it's it's funny that I read that, and then we look at season one and two of Mando, and they've done pretty much the opposite. It's like opportunities to split off, like especially with this last episode. I really was half hoping, half thinking maybe Ahsoka would take the, the child and something yeah. would happen and it would split off. Do I see... I don't know, like watching Din Jaren run around without Baby Yoda is kind of dumb to me to a certain extent. Yeah. Because uh, th- that relationship is is kind of the Mandalorian. I agree. Um, so, like, I, I get why they kept them together, uh, but it is weird to read that quote and then see where we are now because we've been on one storyline doing side missions for seemingly two two seasons. Yeah. Um, it's been a fun ride. But I don't think that has to mean uh, Mando and Baby Yoda. Like no, the it, Mandalorian, there could like the the Mandalorians as a culture could have a serious role to play in the Imperial Remnant and mm-hmm. the transition to the First Order or something like that. Yeah. Or, I mean, we still have a time period where Luke has to you know restore the Jedi Order, the Jedi Temple. Like it could it could be Din Djarin like becoming like a major hero in this era. My my immediate thought also... Din Djarin is the Jon Snow of this series. I really have scary thoughts about that. that <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm frightened. I'm frightened that Din Djarin's gonna... Night. Yeah. He's gonna become a greater than hero. Like, he's gonna be more than he thinks. And his father was this general and his mother was a Jedi. And all of a sudden, he's number one. It's like... It's cool with that he's a dude. Can we just keep him as a dude? That that's like an important too. Like the baby Yoda should be the main character. <laughs> let's let's get that straight. Like, but, but I mean, he's the Din, key to everything. Din Jaren could easily still rise and become like a major player in that time period, and they can fuck off like any heritage, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I hope he does become a very powerful ally or whatever the fuck hero he want to plug in. Yeah, but I don't want his heritage or his background to help him. I, I, I really do want him to earn it, um, which would be nice, which we have seen him earn it. We've yeah. seen him do side stuff. You know, I, I do have a, uh, let's see here. Can you, I do have another, um, a, in my notes here. Yes. So sure. let me, let me run through my, my notes here real quick. Uh, bullet point number one, Ahsoka bullet point number two, Evil woman, because I couldn't remember the fucking staff wielding woman. Uh, I have Thrawn, Grogu, uh, is Mando overly connected now? Okay. And then my last one was creating a trail of good. Ooh. Um, Sounds with all like the a side corporate initiative. With all, with all the side missions and all the side plots that Mando's been doing, we see him starting to affect the galaxy that's around him. Yes. We see Navarro turn around. We see the village that he saves. He's leaving this trail of good and destroying the uh, the Imperial Remnant, saving the child, mm-hmm. saving um, a Kuil, even though he dies in the end, helping him. Uh, there is a trail of good. He, I mean, he's making changes in the Star Wars universe for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when he comes across certain people like Boba Fett, I, th- I truly think Boba Fett probably looked down at his, his armor walking away and he's like, 
probably in good hands. If that fucker took out a crate dragon and saved that little village, yep. I'm gonna let him go because I, you know, I don't believe Boba Fett's truly evil. He just, you know, I make money, do what I need to do, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, I guess yeah, that creating a trail of good. He's making a difference by being a dude, which is really nice. So there's story opportunity there for him to be like the casualties of him and Baby Yoda are usually like a net positive for the galaxy. Very but much so, yeah. There's story opportunity there for him to like, you know, get caught up in the cause of the rebellion or the new republic or whatever. And then he literally is like trying to enact change on purpose. And that's yeah. the opportunity for him to grow is like, you know, becoming some hero of the new republic or some shit. I don't know. I, I think I, I thought that the Mandalorian as a title for the show is kind of limiting because it's like obviously it's just one dude. But if that dude ends up getting wrapped up in the Imperial Remnant, I mean, that could it could go a number of different ways. No, absolutely. I mean, the Din's storyline by itself, it's still unlimited. He could do whatever the fuck. Yeah. What, whatever he comes across that's that's yeah. basically what 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 the character they've built right he's just gonna keep rambling and keep you know protecting baby yoda he's not, obviously not gonna outlive the fucking child so what where does this end mm-hmm. where where, che- where chewbacca gets a new new owner because han solo died like he just he keep someone needs to fill his water bowl at, at night um <laughs> it's just gotta clumb the knots out of his like head. where where does it end with din I'm a, he when he finds like he found the Jedi he was looking for and she's like I ain't training that thing yeah and he's like well fuck me let's keep rumbling around so I assume you watched the Star Wars Explained review of the episode so I mean that is something that as far as over connecting things like having a cameo of a Jedi is really cool but if he still believes that he has to get Baby Yoda trained by someone I mean now we're talking we met Ahsoka, but does Luke Skywalker come into the mix? Does Cal Kestis come in the mix? Is he hunting down Jedi temples? H- how does that all play out? And I'm interested in it, but I guess if I am worried about the uh, overconnection, it would be looping in all the Jedi to create, you know, Din Djarin is now uh, wrapped up in Luke's new Jedi order. What was, um, my mind's, I know it's a famous spot. What was the uh, the location, the Tythral? Tyth- Tython. Tython. Which I actually know almost nothing about. I've never heard that before. Yeah, Tython. I'm a bad fan. See, uh, same thing. I, I am scared. Well, you I, you guys know my reservations. I just yelled at it, it, you guys for about a half hour. Yes. But with him, with, with Ahsoka saying, go to Tython, uh, go to this point and, you know, sing, sing in the rain and the Jedi will appear or some shit. And you're like, okay. First of all, if I see Kyle Katarn on screen, I'm going to be the exact same way as as them name dropping Thrawn. I'm going to be like, I can't believe they did that. And then I'm going to it's going to settle in. I'm going to be like, why? <laughs> dude, you had Ahsoka right at, at your fingertips and you let her go like and we got to pull this dude. I I truly think uh, in, in the long run I would be happy. Um the other the other inkling that I'm kind of scared of is is Mara Jade. I would love to see her on on screen, but yeah. at the same time, are we going to go that route again? I think like, the episode's going to taste different once the whole season's done. Because just yeah. because Ahsoka said no right now doesn't mean that Din doesn't find what he's looking for and comes back and they join forces. Because you got to think, if Ahsoka wants to find Thrawn, 
if they pull in old canon stories of Thrawn leading the Imperial Remnant, she's not going to just lurk into his chambers by herself. Like, she's going to need some sort of plan. She's going to need backup. Bo-Katan's coming back. Boba Fett's becoming a Mandalorian. He's coming back. All the Mandos are there. Din Djarin's there. Ahsoka's there. And they're they're going to lead some sort of charge. Prediction. I'm predicting that. What they're going to group up like the Avengers. What if Din Djarin's parents were force sensitives and they were hiding Din away from the CIS in that little bunker on that in that little town to protect him because if he were to fall in the hands of the CIS at that point, it would be a very bad thing. I mean, I feel like there would have already been signs if he was force sensitive. I mean, Baby Yoda has a very strong connection to him. And I was wondering, I was trying to feel out Ahsoka and how Ahsoka was... I guess that's true. How Ahsoka was feeling with Din. Like, clearly, Ahsoka couldn't get Baby Yoda to do anything. Right. She's probably the number one person to make Baby Yoda do anything. Like, she's been around the goddamn block. At this point, Ahsoka Tano is probably more experienced. I'm going to go out there and say it. Probably more experienced than Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's definitely done more and dealt with more. That's for sure. Think of everything. Not better, not stronger, but more more. experienced. She's been through more. And she has a different perspective. I mean, if there's anybody we want leading the new... Dude, she has to meet up with Luke at some point. If there's anybody that we want leading the new version of the Jedi, it's definitely her. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, you, you, you start making connections like that. And we've always talked about Ahsoka like she's the glue. She's the glue of the Jedi. Well, she, she's the glue she, of Star Wars. She she really is. She, I mean, she glues the the Skywalkers together. She glues the eras together. Yeah. She glues the prequels and the original trilogy. The only thing she hasn't quite reached out to is the sequels yet. Which, if she gets in touch with Luke, right. we're there. We're right. there. Or Thrawn, or the connection to the First Order, or something. Yeah. 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 Or Mara Jade. I mean, we we could go. Uh, can you imagine an episode where Mara Jade? And uh, and Ahsoka team up against Thrawn or something or get cat like it's endless possibilities. They they have done a great job with dropping stuff and leaving us nothing. Yeah. Like all we get is the Easter egg, and then it's like good fucking luck. Another week of us speculating over bullshit, <laughs> and we're not going to exactly. get. Where's how many? Wow, what's Boba Fett? How is he going to be involved? Oh, he's not. That's that's why we're. It's interesting because I. Every, they left us a breadcrumb at the end of every episode. And then they usually stick something in unnecessary in between. So they start the thing. He's looking for the armor. He finds the Mandos. Okay, diversion with the frogs. But then we do find the Mandos. Mandos tell him about Ahsoka. Okay, then we have a diversion with the, the Empire base. And then mm-hmm. he actually does find Ahsoka. Now we know he has to go to Tython. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen in the next episode. What's the diversion going to be? Yeah, it's got to be a diversion, clearly. It could be Boba <laughs> Fett, or it could be another episode of fucking Frogs. Isn't that shitty, though? <laughs> From a certain point of view, it's like, why can't we just get four Ahsoka episodes where it's just I like, know. holy I know. shit. But well, we're, the, we're doing... The problem is frogs, like... We're, 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 doing, we're doing Frogs, then we're doing uh, Ahsoka, then we're doing Spiders, and now we're back to ty- Typhoon. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's like hating the Rathtar scene in episode seven. But you have to wait a week and you only get to watch the Rathtar scene and then you have to wait another week to watch the rest of the movie. That's what it's like. Stressed out over the course of eight or nine episodes. That's what it feels like. Mm, mm. 
Um, Chad yeah. in a in the chat here says, "Don't put Ahsoka too high." Well, on, we didn't mean like you know best Stronger. character ever. We just meant she's spanning across all eras of Star Wars. She's spanning across all eras and dealing with main characters that we all know and love. Yeah, she's dealt with Anakin. She's dealt with Vader. Anakin. Yep. She dealt with Obi Wan. She's dealt with every fucking person ever. Now yeah. the Mandalorian, who has no connection to anybody and was supposed to have no connection. Now has a connection with uh, with Ahsoka, like yeah, we're, Kevin we're, Bacon, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. You know what Ahsoka or has five, become? What Ahsoka has become the droid of of, of Star no, Wars. No, she's become the Rolodex of Star Wars. She connects everything because we don't even really have a droid companion in, in Mando, which is actually at, saying that out loud is feels kind of like unnatural in the Star Wars. Universe. There's always a droid involved. Yeah, that's true. Well, we have Baby Yoda as the the sidekick now, companion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, let's go back to. We've talked a lot about a lot, but we have jumped around. So let's go back to the episode, and let's take a look at your notes, and let's say, let's let's actually like get into the the plot and the content of the episode. I mean, it starts off with fucking Ahsoka. Yeah, you know what pissed me off? Yeah. First of all, Disney Plus is not the smoothest goddamn service. Okay. Have you ever tried to rewind on Disney Plus? It fucking. Uh, I think it depends on whatever platform you're watching it on. Oh, really? I've used it on my phone, on my Xbox, and I think on my computer now. And it, no matter what, if I tried to rewind or something, Disney Plus goes. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I my point had being, my, my point being is, I started the episode and it jumped two minutes in, and I saw Ahsoka like the very first when I clicked play, and it was like Ahsoka battling. I was like, what the. I was like, what? Well, ruined everything. And that's why I hated the episode. Even though um, you knew she was coming. Yeah. It ruined I everything. It. Yeah. Duh. Uh, so, okay. We see Ahsoka. She, she's, you know, walking up to the compound, killing fuckers in a very badass way in the smoke, in the burn in the down. With the hood up, with dual white lightsabers, fucking savagery. Yeah. It, it's, it's perfect for Ahsoka. Um, we don't know what's actually happening in the compound. They don't nope. really cover it. It's like, obviously, there's oppression of some sort, and there's like poor people, and then in the center of the compound, you know, there's a lavish, lavishness. Yeah. I mean, we get the overall vibe that it's like, oh yeah, some someone in power is oppressing everyone in the planet. The ecosystem's ruined. All the trees are burned down and shredded, and this person's just living it up while everyone else is like starving. I guess my my thought was like, why? Like, if there typical is a, rich bad guy, but for what reason? Like. Why? Like usually, if there's oppression, like they're using the locals as slaves to dig this mi- mineral up, or they're they're using, you know, I don't like. There, there was no reason that I saw. Mm. Maybe I missed it, but it was you know, vague. it didn't look. It, I mean, it, she it makes did. a connection that they that she was working on the imperial fleet or for the imperial fleet. So like her company's gathering resources to send to the drive yards to make ships, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, Wasn't clear. I just saw no 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 aspects of industry. I guess so. I was I was kind of wondering like I agree. What's what's this neighborhood for? <laughs> neighborhood. What's this cul-de-sac <laughs> doing? I don't. I really. I was I was at a loss. So um yeah, and obviously they've had interactions with Ahsoka. Yeah, and they want to try to stab each other. Uh, small cameo, which I didn't realize until I watched a review video, but the enforcer guy that's working for that lady is Kyle Reese from Terminator. 
Just interesting. Nice little cameo. Old classic actor coming back to fuck up things in Star Wars. It was who Reese from Terminator? Kyle Reese. Oh, from the original one. Yeah, from the OG. Yeah, back oh, in the day. Oh, the, the naked dude in the mall. <laughs> yes, him. <laughs> I remember those The original cheeks. Terminator protagonist. Yep, yep, yep. I AKA John Connor's father. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I was going to say, he bangs the, the 80s hair girl. Linda Hamilton. Yes. She's in all of them. She's in all of them. She's like the main character. Sarah Connor. Okay. Anyways. Sorry. That was just supposed to be a, hey, this actor. Next, please. Next, please. (laughs) Oh, man. Then they fight and Din Jaren shows up. Baby Yoda. A bunch of shit. (laughs) Braun. You skipped over so much. Fill in the blanks, man. I mean, Baby Yoda gets a name. Wait, well, hang, on, not, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Mando shows up, he walks around the streets, he tries to talk to people. Everyone's like, you're not supposed to talk to us, we're all poor. Set, again, <laughs> setting the stage that everybody's oppressed. We get it. I'm only allowed to use 15 words a, a day, bitch. Like, the I got evil capitalist of industry oppressing everyone. Uh, so we get that. And then he meets with the, I still don't know her name. I'm just going to say the Empress. Uh, and she, he mentions the Jedi. And then she wants him to actually kill Ahsoka Tano. He, she puts a bounty out. And she offers him a Beskar spear. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's got a full plate of armor and he likes his guns. Why does he want a spear? Like, that's not... Like, give him credit. First of all, why the fuck would you not want a spear? Well, it's cool, but I mean, we saw he has like three little clay discs from Mon Calamari to pay things with. He needs an actual Republic credits. May, he melt that money. bitch down. Melt that bitch down and make more armor. With it. Best, <gasps> melt Beskar it down steel. and make a little miniature baby suit of Beskar for Baby Yoda. That'd be so yep. cool. Yep. Yep. Give him a blaster. And can you talk about their freaking fight? So Mando goes out and actually uh, comes across Ahsoka. And obviously she's on edge because she's there by herself. And they have a little duel. That was fucking sweet. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And the fact that, yeah, that uh, Beskar Steel blocks the lightsaber, like, direct. Like, I've, I've, I've known, I know there's armor out there in the Star Wars universe that will, like, deflect, but, like, a full-on, like, fucking bash. She was trying oh, to yeah. cut the dude in half twice. Yeah, and he blocked it with <laughs> just his gauntlets. Tossed him yeah. up there and blocked the, the Oh, the, yeah, it was, it was fucking blade. cool. Man, so um, awesome. What is what is this uh, turkey sandwich says the face when Mopar doesn't know what the fuck that is? Are you talking about Zerka? Zerka Corporation? <laughs> That's what are you talking about? I know about. It's only corporation Zerka? Star Wars that matters. Zerka Corporation with the actually pads. that'd be that'd be a fun Easter egg that I bet you wouldn't complain about. Uh, depending. We'll depending. See. We'll see. This is my face. Uh, Zerka. What? I got it. All right, anyways. Yeah, keep going. I want to hear it. And, and then something else happens. I was going to say, the, the duel was cool. And then he says, Sokotano, Bo-Katan sent me to you, blah, blah, blah. We're going to talk about this little green creature that's following me around and choking my friends. Jackson, get down, you dangus. Sorry, my dog was interrupting things. Um, and then she talks to Baby Yoda through the Force. They meditate next to a, a space lamp together. Does that... No, whatever you say in the negative light, I'm gonna say no. I like it. Does it, it does it does it bother you at all that like Baby Yoda's been an infant baby half helpless, like almost aiding to a fault, like doesn't know what he's doing. He's he's, he's a baby. And then all of a sudden Jackson Ahsoka shows up 
and Baby Yoda's not a baby anymore. It was interesting. I don't think it's bad or good. It was just interesting. Yeah, I just, you know, they they made a huge jump when he put Baby Yoda in inside of his ship and was trying to teach him how to fuck it fix. I was like, ooh, that's a stretch. He's a fucking baby. Like, yeah, I'm not putting a child, you know, into a thing to fix something. I was like, right. Yeah, they, they made a pretty big jump there. And then I think that was in preparation for what was happening in the next episode with. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, she, like a five-year-old can like, hey, I need that screwdriver. It's not like, hey, get into the engine bay and actually like rewire this for me, please. Yeah, yeah. That was a big jump. And then again, with Ahsoka actually talking to him, yeah. it all of a sudden felt like Baby Yoda was, had like wisdom and knew what the fuck was going on. And I was just like, you know, I'm not mad at it. It is. Uh, it felt like a pretty large jump from what I thought Baby Yoda was. Yeah. I, I mean, he's 50 years old. He's got to have, have absorbed something. And that's, I mean, I'm trying on. to, I'm trying the, to relate the, the time difference in my head. I guess it kind of makes sense because how long is he going to be a baby that can't fend for himself or talk? Like I get they that have to evolve could, him. Yeah. Yeah. Evolve him. Here's a leaf stone. Evolve, please. Leaf stone. <laughs> this is baby alternate. <laughs> Baby Ultra. <laughs> He's Grogu now. Does he have three evolutions or just two? Mm. But you know what I mean. I mean, he can't be helpless and like in like not able to speak for the whole series. I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense that they would introduce First that. First of all, it would be annoying as shit. Yeah, exactly. If I, it was just... Yeah, I get it. I get it. It was yes. just... It felt sudden. You've had 50 side plot missions and all of a sudden in two of them, he can walk, talk, float, float around... And spit wisdom. He was doing small little like Baby Yoda raps in the background. I mean, he can spit it like a trick. He got a, he got a record deal already. He got a record with deal. Circa Corporation. <laughs> Circa. Circa uh, rep. Circa uh, label. Yeah, I just, it, it really did feel like all of a sudden, like when Ahsoka started talking to him, we made a huge yeah. evolutionary jump in, in Baby Yoda's like knowledge. But doesn't it make sense that he, I mean, it follows the canon knowledge that that species is more in tune with the forest than other species are natively. So maybe he can't talk like we expect him to talk until he's like 80 years old, but he can commune with anybody that has the force because he's been trained and he can make the, he makes a connection. Yeah. Uh, Cameron saying, uh, I did like his reaction to his own name. Every time Mando said it, that, baby, was, adorable. Like, that was adorable. That was adorable. It was. Um, what about the name like, I mean, it has no meaning to me. Yeah. I, I thought about it for a second. It didn't sound weird. It didn't sound out of place. When they said it in the show, I wasn't like audibly laughing or scoffing at it. Uh, but I mean, what the fuck does Yoda mean until we know who Yoda is? You, I, absolutely. I have no issues with the name. Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't. I really don't. Okay. There's no okay. issues. It was it, it is kind of a goofy name, but you know, in the Star Wars universe, nothing's goofy. So, uh, I one hundred percent thought they said Grogo. I also thought the entire, it was Grogo. Yes, throughout the entire episode, and I listened specifically because I was like, "What the fuck, Grogo?" And then he said it again. I was like, "Okay, perfect, Grogo." And right. all of a sudden, it's Grogu. Cal I was Grogo. Like, what? Cal Grogo. Yeah. Cal Grogo. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, the real drop, I guess, was the fact that he's. She didn't hint that he was prequel era and trained by Jedi. She literally said he was trained at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant <laughs> yeah. by our masters that she knew. And it just got me thinking, 
how did they have this child like I, I don't want to say in custody, but like hidden in secret this whole time? Yoda knew about Yoda. Yoda knew about baby Yoda. Mm. Now I want the DNA test. See, that's I don't you know, I'm not mad at it on the surface. They said it, it's true now, it's canon. He was there. Right. Yeah, you can't really yeah. But like to try to explain your way out of it. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Like, goddamn, this was Dooku's. Like, well, he, Padawan, he, like, what, a, what, where are we going to go with this? He's a unique specimen because if he was just another he Padawan <laughs> at the temple. He's one of them unique specimens. <laughs> he's rare. He's holographic. He's no shadow. Uh, if he was just another Padawan, he would have been in those classes with everybody else. And when Obi-Wan comes in, he's like, I can't find this fucking planet. Baby Yoda would have been there and just went. That didn't happen. So was he being hidden for a specific reason? Was Yoda, was he like the very last of Yoda's species and Yoda knew about him and was just trying to, you know, it's like an endangered species. He's just trying to keep him alive. Also, if Yoda knew about it and he left for... Uh, to go into exile, why didn't he fucking take him with him? Maybe he didn't have time. Maybe he assumed he was dead. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, I mean, he did maybe, leave from Kashyyyk, so. Maybe, maybe, baby. I don't know. I don't know. I'm su- uh, again. I'm surprised they went that deep into the backstory and like hard tied him to the Jedi Temple. Yeah, like you could have been. You could have just said he was trained. Leave it at that. Like he's had some training. They, he's had some training, and you're like, because I mean, we we've sat there and wondered. We we just did it. We we just did our commentary for the first episode, and we were wondering where Baby Yoda actually came from. We see the capsule, but like, where was he before? What was that little compound? Um, so to like give some backstory, you know, it, it's fine. But I'm I'm just surprised. I'm not mad. I'm surprised they hard tied it to the Jedi Temple. And it made so Ahsoka made it sound like she knew which masters. He's she's like mentally she's like oh yeah 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 because he probably said through the forest he's like oh yeah I know Mace Windu and Yoda and I saw you kind of in the background every once in a while and Master Skywalker That's killed Skywalker. he killed all my friends. He's, he's <laughs> I was too small he missed me. Oh man used, he had stealth. that having party upstairs remember that <laughs> having party. Oh. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's ridiculous. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, let's move move right along. Like, I guess, I, I mean, anything else besides the, the background training between Ahsoka? I mean, we see Ahsoka test baby Yoda. He fails with her. We he see, I we mean, see I, Din. Yeah, he kind of fails, but he also is just, he's out of practice. He doesn't know. Well, that's that's what, she made it sound like if you don't use it, you lose it. And he's been in like... Well, no, she actually does, I think, go far enough to say that he has been... He was taught to suppress his abilities. that's right. He was hiding it, yeah. Yeah, so... Kind of like... Doesn't Seer do that? Well, out of survival. Yeah, I don't... don't, mm, That's a good question. I I couldn't answer that. Well, like he cut himself off from the Force almost from a certain point of view. Uh, Actually, like Luke in Last Jedi. Yeah. He just went into survival mode, which, you know... I don't know. I don't know who 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 grabbed him up from the Jedi Temple. Who left? I mean, obviously he's he's lived through Order sixty six. 
Like, or he was no stolen one. before then, or almost no one did Palpatine know about it in Let secret. Let me explain something. And he got him out of there before Anakin slaughtered everybody. Let me explain something. I want to hear it. With them tying Baby Yoda to the Jedi Temple and the old ways prior to Order sixty six, where we have to assume that Palpatine and Vader do not know. Anakin does not know about this baby Yoda because if he does or did, right. number one on the fucking list would be get that baby Yoda. Right, exactly. From from episode three and a half to now to even after their death, they're trying. Right. Palpatine's trying to come back just to kill baby Yoda. <laughs> it, it, I have a new apprentice far younger and more powerful. There, there has to be something. There has to be something there. The fact that Anakin's walking around in the halls of the Jedi Temple yeah. and assumingly does not know about this child. I don't know. I don't know. It's like... I don't... It also goes and plays into the Jedi's downfall and them running the order incorrectly if they were willing to take in a Yoda species and train him in secret. Like, was he supposed to be a secret weapon? Why... Well, it's the big deal. If he's just another young Jedi Padawan, why didn't they tell everybody else? How come no one knew about it? Whoa. Conspiracy. I just went down, I just went down a very demented yes. route with Yoda. Yes. What if Yoda species don't last that long? No. Yeah. <laughs> what if? <laughs> okay. Tell me it. What if, well, one, Yoda's so strong in the force, he just can... Does it have anything to do with gonna, essence transfer? No, no, <laughs> okay. but you know, stealing midichlorians from others like him—that it's it's oh, worse. Like he's, he's prolonging his life unnaturally. He's prolonging his life unnaturally, but in in his mindset and the rest of the Jedi's, he's so strong that he probably is worth keeping alive. He's so wise and so powerful. He's seen some shit, yeah. Absorbing a couple lives along the way might be worth it because you or, don't know. It, <laughs> It's a very demented view. But. It is demented because because the cruel version of that is that he's just keeping Baby Yoda around to just suck life force from. <laughs> it, it's like stem cells. It's Jedi stem cells. The little Baby Yoda is, are, is, a, is a living Jedi stem cell. And that's what the Empire wants him for, is to soak up those midichlorians. Yeah, I mean, I guess the fact that the Republic was in bed with Kamino with the clones and... The cloning guy works now for the Empire, and he wanted Baby Yoda because the midichlorians and the experimentation. Maybe somebody from Kamino found out about it and tried to steal him and clone him. Ooh, Shinobi. We have a new Cyphodius uh, thing happening. We're, we're getting to the point where Shinobs is... is, is so, so the possibilities who will respond to the call from Tython. Yes. Obviously, we've got Luke. Cal Kestis. Yes. We, we said that. Ezra is another big one. Yep. Um, now we're starting to reach Yaddle. Not he, she was never confirmed dead. Quinlan Voss never but confirmed I, dead. I also feel like they subtly and have Mace never mentioned Yaddle again, and are basically like saying like uh, she doesn't exist, right? Right, guys, she doesn't exist, does she? You know what? I'm going but, down a path you cannot follow. Let's assume, regardless of the way that I feel about you, Mopar. Let's assume. Well, we, we know Mace Windu felt something wrong. Do he not bring... It. I'm just going to... Before you say whatever you need to say, do not bring back Mace Windu. Never, never do it. Do not do it. So Mace Windu knew something was wrong in episode three. Yes. He has those terrible lines 
I, I sense a plot. I, I, my ability to whatever fuck around has diminished. He, in, in the back of his mind, is like, everything's failing. While everything's still kind of hokey day still for half a second, yeah. things are going to be crumbling down. What if he had Baby Yoda in his back pocket? He had knowledge of this child, and he thought to himself, with everything how it sits, it's probably not the best idea to bring him forward to the in, into the light of the Jedi because we're crumbling. So I'm going to get shocked out this fucking window and I'm going to take baby Yoda and not live. You can still, Mace can still die, but at least send baby Yoda elsewhere and get him out of this shit. You know, there could be a background. Hmm. Gen- it doesn't have to be Mace window. I just know Mace. It was very cognitant and cognitant of what was going on. Yeah. Cognizant. Thank you. Yeah. So you're saying like, Mace sent something coming and he got he got baby Yoda out of the thick of things and entrusted him to somebody else and then died anyways. That's possible. What? Say that again? Sorry. I'm not repeating any of it. I disagree then. Um <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just conf- I'm just clarifying what you said that Mace obviously still died. He's not gonna come back in alive, but he sensed something, wasn't sure what it was, and got baby Yoda out. Of there in the first place mm-hmm. to keep him safe. Yeah. Again, that kind of harkens back to the idea of the Jedi treating him like he's some secret weapon, which is weird. Very weird. Mm. Shinobi says most of the leaks point towards Ezra. I mean, but we know I, we know leaks don't hold any water, which it seems funny. it seems obvious to me. Filoni's involved, he's the one that brings back Ahsoka. If he had to bring back another Jedi to help things along, it would make sense that it would be Ezra. Yet another animation to live action uh, transference. And also we know, well, we barely know because we didn't watch it, but Ezra and Reb- Ezra and Thrawn in Rebels go through some sort of time portal that I can't remember the details about. So if Thrawn's yeah. still around and Ahsoka's looking for him, it makes sense that she's also looking for Ezra slash Ezra is still alive. I wish uh, Rebels was good and I knew more you about Ezra. I'm and sorry. And that train of thought right there. Uh, I agree <laughs> with you, though. I agree with you. <laughs> Please stop talking. I agree with everything you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, but they don't need to hear it again. I do agree with you, though. I uh, Cal Kestis is truly a great option, too, though. If there was a one and two option, uh, it'd probably be Ezra is answering the call. On, Sorry, uh, on, Riley just threw me all off. He pops into the chat. My meat is pleased to see you both. <laughs> meat pleasured. Um, <sighs> yeah, Ezra would probably be the number one. I think uh, Cal Kestis is the obvious number two. If there's going to be a wild card and they want to go that far out there, I do think Luke. Kyle Katarn oh. could could be the wild card. I, don't, I really don't think they're going to pull Luke into this. I don't. They might name drop him. But I don't think they're going to pull him in. I, I, f- I have to imagine with the way that Luke's new Jedi Temple did not go well. I have to imagine he never met up with Ahsoka or Cal Kestis or anybody else that would have been like, bro, do, do not do that, please. If he had, if, if he and Ahsoka were powwowing, I feel like he would not have done things the way he did. And he would have been more serious about Kylo Ren or wouldn't have let Snoke get into his head or what have you. The other thing to consider is Luke dropped some major knowledge in episode eight. Yeah. Palpatine and all this stuff that, you know, 
he probably couldn't have read in a fucking book that he either heard it from Yoda, heard Possibly. it from Obi-Wan as a Force ghost, or came across a Jedi like Ahsoka at some point and she just knowledge dropped him to death and like really opened his eyes. And that's probably might, what might have struck fear in, in, in Luke and gave him huge doubts. He yeah. had been fucking poster boy up until then, even, yeah. even beyond episode six. You know, it's, it, I mean, you can argue, okay, he fell to the dark side for a half a second and cut his dad's arms off in six. But at the same time, uh, he still won. He didn't fall know. to the dark side. He just got a little taste. He just got like yeah. a yeah. sample size at the mall about dark side. Meat, meat sampler. <laughs> Sam does meats. Uh, also, we're we're talking about the Jedi answering the call, being the Jedi that are still alive. They could also go Force Ghost route, and he could be visited by Obi Wan or the real Yoda or Anakin or Darth Vader. All right, that's the same I person. <laughs> I think there's a zero percent chance Anakin Anakin or Vader shows up. Zero. No, chance. yeah, I agree, but Force Ghost is a possibility. I don't I don't think Obi-Wan even fits. Dude, what if everyone wanted Anakin to come back and rise a Skywalker as a force ghost to help Ray out or do something? What if this is where Hayden Christensen comes back as Anakin? Imagine that shit. Mm. I'm ruining my own surprises as I say them. Imagine it. I'm creating an Easter egg <laughs> for my own hunt. I've created an Easter egg, one far younger and more powerful. <laughs> also, I won't rule out the Kyle Katarn thing. I think it's likely that he'll be tied in with the New Republic and with the the Dark Troopers. I don't know if they're going to make him Force-sensitive in this new canon, if they were to do that. So I would say if a Jedi comes into the mix, it's someone that we've already seen before. Yeah. I don't know. It, it is exciting. I mean, it, it's kept this goddamn podcast going for way too long. <laughs> Um, you know, with them them leaving the doors open, you just don't know. There's yeah. so many. They could they could make a fucking what they should do is make a goddamn brand new Jedi, and say he was there at at the temple years and years ago, and that he knows or had dealt with Yoda and all the fuck other fuckers. But you know, he's his own Jedi or something. Well, that's like, what they kind of did with Cal Kestis. Yeah, well, and that's my point. Uh, and or like someone like Quinlan Voss who we are vaguely familiar with and who has a crazy background, but it's not been like out in the open and they could really build upon yeah. a character that has existed, but you know, could they could still grow with the character. I think Ezra or Cal Kestis makes the most sense for me. I don't know. I, I don't know if they have the bandwidth to introduce a brand new character and give us their backstory. I think it's more like, well, let's throw in this little cameo from someone who you thought was dead or missing and they're actually still alive. Uh, yeah. What if it's Maul? <laughs> Everything always comes back to Maul as he's far as I'm concerned. He's still alive. He's got holes and he's cut in half. He's got no legs anymore. He's Lieutenant well, Dan. Turkey Sandwich up there actually said when we were talking about Mace Windu, he's like, Mace Windu died very similar to how Darth Maul died. We didn't see the conclusion he wasn't burned. He wasn't Jesus. buried. How Star Wars Emperor dies that way. Captain Phasma dies that way. Oh, there's a big. Oh, just toss him down, or we'll just assume him dead. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. We'll just. Oh, he's on fire. Just. I just assume. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So what? What happens next in the episode? I, nothing else really matters. 
he says, she says Strong. she's not going to train him because he loves you. He thinks you're his dad. And if you die, he's going to be pissed and he's going to murder the galaxy. That's what she's thinking. She's got you know, PTSD from Vader and I don't blame it. So they, they kind of plot to get into the compound and, and, and kill the, the woman. I f- hate saying the woman. I forget what her name is. I don't know. Um, I 100% assumed they were going to pull a Chewbacca and put Ahsoka in handcuffs and walk her ass in there as a prisoner. 100% thought that was what was going to happen. Yeah. Because how Star Wars mm. of it. But that didn't happen. No, it did not. So, yeah, they they go full Rochambeau and uh, slice the place up. There's there's HKs running around. Uh, Like you said, Terminators there too. Yep. Um, Soka's in the shadows, fucking everything around. I also really thought, and maybe they will. It's. They've they've thrown so many Easter eggs at us that leave. I'm looking for Easter eggs where even where there's not Easter eggs, like the the dude that that's on the screen the most, the little the the village guy. I was yeah. like, he's been on screen like three times this episode. There's right. there's very major importance with him, and right. of course there's nothing. <laughs> well, it's hinted at something. They just don't outright tell us. I mean, at the end, once they kill all the bad guys, she puts she doesn't put him in charge. He like assumes his role as like protector of the village. Mm-hmm. To me, I got the sense that like he was the guy in charge before this company came in and fucked everybody up. Mm, okay, they, they kind of put his cloak back on him and gave him his little golden chain link sash thing, and they're like, "Okay, now we're back to normal." Oh, I have to watch it again. Some of the small stuff you yeah. you missed the first time. So, um, also, I, and I know we kind of talked about it, but what a cool world! How it's like a forest world, but it's like when Decimated, when he's landing, yeah. when he's landing, you see the forest fires, and you're like. Yep. Ooh, this place is fucked. Also, there are some so cool. dinosaur fucking creatures in the background. Oh my god, there's some Skyrim characters. You know those uh, those floating jellies, the Netch in Skyrim, like the Ecto. What though? No, I don't know. I'm looking it up. Skyrim. <laughs> I almost said ectoplasm. That's what you get from a ghost. It's not an actual thing. So I'm gonna screen share here real quick. Or like a so will picture, of the wisp. So picture what what was in Star Wars in in the most recent episode. Those things okay. floating, the big things floating in the background. Okay. It was these fuckers. Oh. This is on Solstein. It was part of uh, um, one of the DLCs for Skyrim. I never saw those. Damn. Yeah. I was like, uh, there's Netch in the background. Like, what the fuck? Like they were exactly this. It felt very Mass Effect, actually, but... Uh, well, yeah, they look like the um, the jellyfish. I can't remember their name. The jellyfish, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a name, though. Oh, in... Uh, this one is upset. Yep, yep, yeah. In, in I know what you're talking about now. I can't yeah. remember the name of that species either in Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, immediately when I saw them, I'm like, they're slow-moving, dangly, yeah. floating things. I was like, this is Skyrim. We're back Slow danglers. Here. <laughs> the slow danglers. Oh man, I got. There's another thing I call those slow danglers. What did you think of the uh, duel between what's her face and Ahsoka? Um, I thought it was unique. I love the aspect that they add that sound of the of the ba- the Beskar. How yeah. it just has that that ring. It, the fucking tuning fork. Yep. We're back. We're back at that where it's like ting ting. Who's winning? Ting ting ting. Oh oh. Oh, my girl's winning. 
Uh oh, ting ting yeah. ting. <laughs> and their little standoff happening. Yeah, it's gonna is, be the the evil woman's new new name is Ting Ting. I don't know. Ting Ting. Uh cinematography of the fight was awesome. Um I just always think it's weird that I haven't seen force powers used mid duel by Ahsoka in this episode, I don't think. I could be wrong. But I'm like, yeah, Beskar can block lightsabers, but you're also a Jedi. So, like, just shove her up against the wall until she tells yeah. you what the information that you need to know. Like, you don't have to duel her, you know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah, you, you, I've seen Ahsoka do anything and everything right. in the cartoons, and now you're standing here against this? I was like, dude, toss her in the water. Fuck her. Very cool. But, uh, yeah, again, very cool fight scene in general. There's, there's always going to be limiting aspects, too. Like, uh, of course... Ahsoka's older. She's probably not as well-trained. She's probably out of shape, to be honest. I mean, how long has she been on this backwater planet fucking around with these people? She didn't look out of shape to me. Um, How did she, you... She was moving and grooving through those woods, man. She didn't look out of shape. Moving and grooving. <laughs> um, how did you... Did you have any issues with the way Ahsoka looked? You know, I think somebody in the WhatsApp talked about the Lekus... I think that's yep. what they're called. Being yep. a little shorter than they were when we saw her as an adult in Rebels. Yep. That's the first thing I thought of. It was like, they those could look kind of stumpy. Um, I didn't think it looked bad. It just looked different. And I think it's just chalked up to animation character becoming live action. It's just slightly different. Um, yeah, I, I immediately noticed them. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Did it bother me? Not necessarily. It really didn't. I just chalked it up to it's Star Wars. They yeah. didn't want to do it CGI, so they did a you know uh, an actual you know package ship it shipping. Packing. I, didn't, it just, I didn't. I didn't think they looked. The reason why bad. I, I I called it that is she had like creases or wrinkles in part of them, and it looked like it had been in a box and like a, a shipping like in a shipping package, and a box had like rubbed up against it a couple of times, and it just was like pushed in. It, it didn't bother me enough to to make me like... Oh, you should make a whole YouTube terrible. video about yeah, how yeah. their Lakers were but, packing slips. But supposedly, they did have longer ones on her. But because of the choreography necessary, they it was getting in uh, Rosario's way. I bet. So they said, you know what? We'll just put the shorter ones on you. Like, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't need to make sense. You, you still got them. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I mean, like I said, it was fine. Um the wrinkles that you speak of, I chalked it up to her being... We said chalk a lot, didn't we? I chalked it up to her being, like, older. So, like, you know, she's got wrinkles. Yeah, I guess my issue is Shakti was also very old, and she had no wrinkles. Well, Shakti's um, a and, savage, so I don't know And And hers... Supposedly, they're supposed to... Torgruda's headdresses are supposed to get bigger and bigger as they get older. And, of course, we see Ahsoka older. Not only are they wrinkled, they're smaller. Damn it, Filoni! It's, 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 it really doesn't... It didn't ruin I've, anything. I was it's fine ruined. With it, I'm, so. Now the whole series is ruined, if you want to be honest. God. Disney. Maybe Yoda's more wrinkly than the rest of them. He's fucking yeah, around. That's true. How that's old true. is Ahsoka at this point? Baby Yoda's probably older than her. I don't even know what she liked. 10 that's at the a, beginning of Clone Wars or something? That's a good question. 12, something? Ahsoka age. When was she born? Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, or just look up her birth date and we can calculate it because Mandalorian's what eight ABY? 
Ahsoka was Anakin Skywalker's peppy 16-year-old Padawan. Okay. So let's say 16 plus 20 and then plus another 8. So yeah, she's like 50. Let's see if they have an actual... Honestly, not old enough to pull the old card where she's fighting slower because she's old. I don't buy that. No, and especially in Jedi years, 50 ain't shit. Yeah. Shinobi here confirms Ahsoka's 45, Grogu's 50. Yeah. Shinobi, you fucking savage. He makes half of this stuff up, you know. He has no idea. He's like... Yep, 45 for sure. Well, <laughs> if we didn't have the answer from him, we would make it up anyway, so we're I know, about even. I know, <laughs> Yep. So they save the town. Everyone's happy. Um, but she still refuses to train Baby Yoda. I like the decision. I like her reasoning behind it. And for the show, I like the fact that they're not splitting up. I'm cool with that. I dig it. Were you mad? How did you feel about Ahsoka leaving them? Like I, I felt like Ahsoka did her bidding, save the town, and she should probably be going with them, especially to an ancient like Jedi Temple-esque place. I did think that. I I don't feel like Ahsoka joining up with Mando and Grogu would be weird. I don't think it would feel forced. I was waiting for her to say, like, I'm not going to train him, but I'll come along with you and, you know watch over him or provide some guidance or make sure you don't screw him up or help you find the next person who can train him. I was waiting for some of some of that. It would have been cool to like team up with not team up. We've, no, we've seen agree. the team up thing. Team up. But but ride along with him. You know, escort him to the the temple that you talked about or yeah. the spot. Tython. Yeah. Um and at that point try to reconnect with a Jedi uh which, you know, in sense, you know, well, whoever they, they come across on, yeah. on, on Tython or whatever it is. I mean, she does Mando say, will like, go, Mando will much... go one way. Sorry, go ahead. Mando will go one way. You're needed over here with Baby Yoda. And then that's where Ahsoka will go another way, depending on who shows up. Yeah. Or maybe Ahsoka does her own fucking sit down, powwow at the peak and, and talks with another different person. Like there's so many possibilities if she yeah. were to tag along. I guess it's just a matter of like how far removed is Ahsoka. I mean, she says there aren't many of us left anymore. Yeah, that's a true statement. But do you know how many are left? Have you made contact with them in the past? Are you still trying to make contact with them? Do you pen pal each other every once in a while? Like, what's the plan? Or is she just hell bent on finding Thrawn and only Thrawn? That's true. She's she's hell bent on the Thrawn thing. Shinobi just called a prediction here. Kyle Katarn is the one that shows up and takes Grogu to the Valley of the Jedi. Um, I'd be. We did say that earlier. So before you, you I, jumped on, you, Shinobi, you took, you took that from me. No, I'm you not liar. I'm credit. You get both get credit, co-authors. No, I thought of it at first. I want full credit. I trust Shinobi's predictions more than you. I. He follows more of the news and the rumors than we do. They're hardly predictions. I have foreseen it. They're not predictions. They're facts, bro. Bro, only they're they're only predictions because they haven't happened yet. We only speak in facts here. Um, uh, anything else? Again, are hmm. do you want to speak anything more about Thrawn? The fact that we're left with Ahsoka chasing after this Grand Admiral Thrawn. 
I think I think this show could evolve into some sort of empire to first order transition, and I don't know if I'm going to be mad about it. Honestly, I don't I'm, think I'm I'll okay be mad about it. it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Um, yeah. Again, I, I just if too connected is, is my key thing. If if it gets to that point and they continue going down the route, it it it. it I don't know. I'm okay with it. I just I would yes. like brand new, brand new again. I hear the concerns about the over fan service and the over Easter eggs and the over connection. I do. I am. I'm trying to reserve judgment until the season's over. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, if they do put Thrawn on on screen, who do you think? Um, who played? Uh, um, I guess I would assume that it's the same guy that voiced him in Rebels. It was uh, Mads Mikkelsen's brother. I can't remember his name. Mads Mikkelsen mm. is uh, um, Jin Erso's father. I couldn't remember his oh. name. Galen Erso. Yes. Galen Erso. So his brother was a voice actor for Thrawn in the animated. So we'll see. Who's the Quasar guy from Marvel with the Infinity Stone in his forehead? Thanos. Oh, sorry. I heard Infinity Stone and thought Thanos. Uh, Vision is the one that has it. Vision, the guy who played Vision. I could see put a different color makeup on him and uh, have him be Thrawn. Think about that statement more closely. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Nothing. Why is it? Because he's K2SO? No, he is um, bad guy in Solo. Oh. Yeah. I, isn't he who plays K2SO? I thought, why nope. am I why am I blanking? I don't know, some more accents. Kenny Blankenship. <laughs> uh, no, he is, uh, I can't remember his name either. I'm blanking on everything. My memory sucks. I need to watch Solo. <laughs> and the podcast has come to an end. That's about it, baby. Yoda. I got new speakers, so maybe I'll watch Solo as an Alan excuse to Tudyk. bump up the, the sound system, so to speak. I don't know. Alan we'll Tudyk was the. Uh... Yeah, I guess we need more of a conniving savage as a as one of them fuckers. Interesting. Well, yeah. I guess we have to wait four more days to find out what's going to happen next. Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be really good. Mm. That'd be really good. I honestly, I trust John Favreau, man. I think it all, it's all going to be really good. I'm curious. Remember you said that season one felt way different once it was over and you could watch it all back to back. I feel the same thing is going to happen again. We're going to nitpick and overanalyze everything week to week because that's what we do on the podcast. And then once it's all out, we're going to be thrilled. So hopefully this is the only thing we've got. That, so we have uh, the opportunity to overanalyze. Um well, not, we don't have High a Republic. ton of, 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 of service here. Um, yeah, but It'll be out. We're, we're coming up to that soon. Uh, I did boot up Squadrons in hopes to play as a B-Wing. I didn't realize it doesn't drop until, uh, they said, December. Yeah. So it's um, forthcoming along with private matches. So I think it's time that we revisit that game because I only played like eight hours of it, if even. I, uh, I played it a little bit this week. Uh, very surface level. It is entertaining. It's a kind. Of, it feels a little one-dimensional right now, but if they they add more uh, play styles, more game modes, I think uh, they'll open it up 
a, a bit. So I think it's one that I just need to come to terms with. I'm never going to be really good at multiplayer, and we should just play like co-op matches against AI. I think that would just be more fun. That's what I do. That's zombies or something. If I'm playing by myself, I am not fucking around online by myself because it's just it's just shitty. Yeah, and I I am I feel like I'm pretty good at the game, and I still, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's it's fun Uh, on the surface. uh, I am excited to kind of as as the game develops more and more DLCs and more ships. So it'd be fun. If that's a big if because we weren't even supposed to get one update, let alone two ships, let alone more in the future. So look, we'll see. If they if they add the Naboo Starfighter, one hundred percent, it's probably one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest games of all time. It's not gonna happen. Jedi Starfighter. This is after. This is post six, so it's all gonna be Empire Rebels stuff. Could you imagine prequel stuff? Negative. What if fun fucking squadrons correlates into Mandalorian? Into the first order, everything's connected. Do you understand? Mm-mm. What if Hira Yoda talks about his plans for a future baby Yoda in High Republic? It's all connected. <laughs> it's all connected. Kevin Bacon, you see? Kev- now that you say that. Bye. <laughs>